Jonathan and Sharon. That is the edge. Thanks to Trip. To no, sorry. So great start, Ben. Let's start. Let's start that again. Jesus, some days you come to work, and you're like, I'm going to nail my yeah. job today. I mean, the first <laughs> word you did well. You did the first word. It is the edge. Yeah, I did that good. Yeah, and then, then I, I just, went thanks to, and instead of saying yeah, Asia, I said thanks to Trip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 130 places to go, millions of possibilities. Said that right. We've got a trip. There I go. That's yeah. where I meant to say it. Uh, to Hanoi, Vietnam, up for grabs. Everyone that calls this radio show. Yeah, there we go. $1,000 too to give away in uh, just uh, 60 minutes. Stay with us. 60 minutes, you could be $1,000 richer. But next, someone from the uh, office moves into a new flat, and there is something very suspicious going on. Yes, yeah, but... Something that was already in the flat when they arrived there. Bit of a secret, right? A mm. secret in the flat. And we heard about it and we're like, I think we need to discover what this is all about. We're going to get them in the studio next to explain it. Maybe, hopefully, we want to get them to go to the house and, and expose this thing. Yeah. That's sitting there. Find out what it is shortly. It is The Edge. John Ben and Sharon. Now that bit. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Joined in the studio by our favourite person from middle management, Dean. G'day, guys. <laughs> How many to Behaving choose from? <laughs> How many to choose from, though? Let's no, 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 not pick it apart, all right? Let's just say he's our favourite. <laughs> so, Dean, uh, all the music that you hear on the radio, Dean is responsible for scheduling that music. Yeah. And picking yeah. the songs that go on here. Yep, yeah. yep. General kind of admin, paperwork. Morale boosting, good <laughs> for morale. A little dudes. bit of morale. If something's broken, I'll try and get someone to fix it. Probably can't fix it myself. <laughs> you know, all the, there's some responsibility in there's there. A lot, but a lot it's of not, admin. A lot yeah, of there's admin. a lot of admin. The buck doesn't stop with me. If it's really serious, I take it up top. You know? That's the joys of being in middle management. Absolutely. You can push the blade up or down. Free and easy. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, in your personal life, you've moved into a new place. Yeah, new place, new pad. And we saw on Instagram last night mm. that there's an interesting sort of a feature in the house. There's in Actually, there's two bedrooms upstairs, and this button exists in both those bedrooms. But uh, in my our master bedroom, you go on the door, you look to the left and, to well, to your right, there's a normal light switch. And then to your left, kind of behind the door, so not in such an obvious place, is another thing that looks like a light switch. You go a bit closer and big red block letters just above the switch, it's got the word panic. Oh. And then in tiny black letters on the actual switch, the word press on this button. So press if you're in a panic. I guess that's, that's, that's what I'm going with. So have you pressed it? I haven't pressed it yet. So here's the I dilemma. Just, how long have you lived I, in this house? Uh, since Easter. How have you since resisted not yeah, pressing this button? so tempting. Yeah, I sit there every night, you know. <laughs> it's actually giving me insomnia. I'm just sort of staring. <laughs> it's like, push me. Yeah. Push so it come, me. Yeah, it comes alive at night. Do you like have that, any but, idea what the place used to be or what? It, or just some guesses what it might have been? Or It word. sounds like you bought an old brothel. Yeah. <laughs> Are we jumping to conclusions? Yeah. There's, I mean, the kitchen looks like it could have been a bar one day, maybe. Right. No, not really. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's a normal house. It's just a weird button. Okay. Well, wow. it's, it's looking very pushable, but I just, I don't know. Who does it alert? Well, I, don't, I haven't pushed it. So here's the dilemma. Do we, do we, do we push it? Of course we push it. <laughs> How far away is your house from We you, know Dean? from a recent week-long story on your show that you guys love to push a button. Well, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> Let's not drag that one out over 24 hours. Let's just drag that over for like 15 minutes. Okay, we're going to get Dean. You go out of the studio now. We're going to get Dean to leave work right now. Still on the company clock. Oh, he's middle management. He can get away with these things. Yeah, long lunches <laughs> and going to do wacky radio bits after 3 o'clock. So he's going to go to his house. We're going to get him to push this panic push button. Hopefully that will happen about 10, 15 minutes' time. But have you had anything weirder in your flat? Have you got anything weird? 
better or discovered anything stranger in the place you've been living than a panic button. Like, we used to work uh, in a flat. It was basically a flat where we first started doing TV together, Ben. Yes. And it was an apartment, uh, and a professional working person used to live in there mm. previous to us, and they had a little dungeon. Didn't they? A dungeon where clients would come and uh, spend top dollar to be punished. I think so. Underneath. Yes. You went down to that dungeon. Yes, and everyone used to lock the door. It smelled like regret. <laughs> smelled like regret and people who are hiding from their families. <laughs> Have you had anything more mysterious in a flat of yours? Armit, welcome. Yeah, hi. What did you have in your flat? Well, um, when I moved into this new flat, um, you know, everything was fine. And, but in the master bedroom, um, we have a one separate switch, which was separate from all the switches. Mm. And um, there was next to, you know, where you put your TV, that was next to that, that socket. And uh, the only thing written on the button was press. And, um, you know, just like everyone else, you know, you, you are more, ten- more ten- tentative to press that button. And I pressed it. And the whole alarm, the alarm system of the house go off. Oh, so it's connected to the alarms. Yes, yes. So so what it means, actually, you know, my landlord told me um, next day, just in case if you heard something, um, uh, and, and like, you know, because that was upstairs, and if you, he said, if you heard anything as downstairs, and if you don't know what to do, and if you panic, just press that button, which will alert the neighbors. That's handy little thing, isn't and, it? And scare the intruders. Yes. Ah, correct. very good. So very it good. Set off the alarm. Well, we're about to find out because Dean's making his way to his house. Phoebe. Hi. How are you, mate? You're doing well. Not too bad. And what Not was in your bad. flat? What, did, what was in your flat that you discovered? Uh, my younger sister was doing a little tour around um, what was going to be her new flat in Dunedin, mm. um, and she saw a light coming from behind a door, and she kind of assumed, "Oh, it must be another another exit." Um, so she open the door and it was a couple of special plants and about 20 lamps on for some uh, hydroponic situation. Oh, well, no, let's not jump to conclusions. They could have <laughs> well, special plants that like sunbathing inside. Tomato plants particularly, totally, you know. Totally. Yeah, it's, great. it's better to grow them inside than out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> away from the elements, away from the cops, away from everything. Yeah, maybe they were horticulture students <laughs> just trying to pass their yeah. papers. Wow. It's a real-life coffee situation. But. <laughs> hey, well, thank you, Phoebe. That's a great call. Appreciate it. De- just had word. Dean, middle management. Dean on the phone. G'day, guys. Have you oh, landed? Yeah. Have you landed? Yeah, thanks for the excuse to bugger off home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dean, uh, yeah. next, we're going to get you to push this button. Absolutely. I'm, I'm in my house, I'm in my room, and I'm staring down this mysterious button that says panic in big letters above it and press on the button that I haven't pressed yet. Oh, okay. I'm ready to go. Stick around, New Zealand. No Dean from Middle Management is going to press the He's button. He's really hammering home the Middle Management <laughs> thing, isn't he? Could this escalate my career at all? <laughs> One day you'll be up in management and you'll be able to fire me nice and easy for saying Middle Management so many times. Uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, next, he's going to press the button. Stick around. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, Dean. So I've never pressed the button. Yeah. And you guys are workplace bullying me into doing it. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it for you guys. Well, I'll say what you want about workplace bullying, but it gets results, <laughs> no, doesn't no. it? It gets results. No, no, no we've Dean, got the result we want. We've got Dean at his house. We asked Dean if we want to go home, and it didn't. It didn't take much convincing. Let's be honest. Yeah, no. Not when Ben's holding a plastic fork to your throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dean. Uh, let's put. Let's all count down, Dean, to push this button. <sighs> sure. Okay. Three, Three two. One. Okay, this is the sound of it clicking. 
Oh, yeah, it has something. Can you hear that? It's got an alarm. Oh, you've got a panic alarm. <laughs> wow, he really does. Jesus. Oh, my God. I think I've just lost half my hearing. I don't, I'm not setting anything off. So, so that is what the caller said before. He rang up and said, um, maybe if you hear a noise and you're like, oh, God, there's someone in my house, you can flick that button and, and it will alert, well, basically scare them away. Yeah. Who would have thought that um, button that said panic would set off my in-house alarm that I was absolutely fully aware was there? Oh, we're, just talk- we're just talking before, yeah, what stipulates panic? Yeah. What what is it? What is it? Are you running late for work? Oh, bang. Slept in. Bang. A scary bug outside your room. Bang. Watching a Try New ET commercial. Panic. Panic. <laughs> Briscoes are having a sale. Panic. 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 This is the one sale, guys. <laughs> We've heard about these. This is not a drill. Oh, well, can we take, take us out with it again? <laughs> What's that? You want me to push it again? <laughs> I'm panicking that we don't have an out to this bit. Yeah. Um... Oh, here come the cops. Oh, no. Shit, I better go. Oh, was that the out to the bit? Was <laughs> I think it was the out. He's trying to do it out for the bit. That wasn't the cops, He was just it? trying to avoid doing anything <laughs> no, apart from no. pushing that button again. They knocked off at uh, about 20 past three today. Yeah, yeah. that is noted. We'll send that to upper, we'll send that, <laughs> that information to upper management. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. The 10 seconds advertising line. We're going to open that up again. Yeah, because, uh, you know, the stiffs in the advertising department, <laughs> they, they won't let us... Give away 30-second advertising spots. So we pay can, for those, right? Yeah, we can fall under the radar with this 10-second limit. So anything you need to uh, advertise, it could be uh, big, small, could be cars, could be uh, rooms you have in, uh, for rent and flats, anything. We'll take anything. The only rule is you've got 10 seconds to advertise it. Ben, you want to kick it off today? Okay. Yep, go. Okay, um, size 5 dressing gown. It's kind of blue. It's got uh, barriers on top. It's a dressing gown with a hood. Yeah, what a comical dressing gown. Yeah, dressing you want to get rid of it? Uh, yeah, well, because you know, like, my little daughter's growing up. Yeah, you know, she she can't fit anymore. Okay, all right. So, so she, giving away a uh... it's free. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a great advert. Okay, that's a great advert. Okay, I'm going to advertise new invention. Yeah, the self stirring coffee mug. It creates a whirlpool effect inside the cup, stirs your sugar without you doing anything. Have you got one of those? No, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying it'd be oh, great if I did. Advertising a product that doesn't exist? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll get around to inventing it, and then if anyone okay. wants to buy them, okay. I'll get some market interest. So 0800 The Edge is the telephone number. Anything you want to advertise right now, we'll give you 10 seconds to do it. This is going nationwide to anyone, yeah. to everyone in the country, right? I know there's been some big hits with this too. People have, people have got rid of things doing oh, this yeah. as well. Yeah. Yep. Kate joins us. 10 seconds to advertise. Take it away, Kate. Uh, the butcher's daughter.co.nz for small batch, dry cured meat, charcuterie, spices, everything you want. The butcher's daughter. Just a range of meats you're running what there. Was the, what was the other meat? The charcuterie? What was that one? Yeah, charcuterie. So, like, dry cured meats. Ah, oh, okay. You got all the. Yeah. You, I think you invented, invented new meats then. <laughs> no, haven't invented anything. It's all like. Classic Italian. Okay, there you go. Classic Italian meat. Now I've given you 30 seconds worth of advertising. Okay. <laughs> it's next like a little call. infomercial just playing out. Okay, next caller on 0800 The Edge. We've got Amelia. 10 seconds to advertise. Take it away. Not a great start. Hello? Oh, oh she's wasted five Hi, seconds. Hi, there, we need to do this. Oh! Uh, too late. <laughs> I couldn't get the radio off fast enough. Oh, man, 
yeah, I mean, we have to stick to the rules. Maybe you can hang oh, up and okay. you can call back. Maybe you can hang up and call back. See I if you panicked. Get back. I panicked in my 10 seconds, too. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard. 0800 The Edge, uh, 10 seconds to advertise. Take it away. Hi, my name's Martin. We've got uh, fragrance candles from McCall's. Uh, go to Facebook, lovely little things, and you'll be able to buy some candles. <laughs> Lo- lovely little things. <laughs> Fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy, buy some black market candles from old lock, stock, and two smoking barrels here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know where to get your candles? You know, yeah, Facebook. Hey, good on you, mate. Appreciate go. that. Okay, let's say one more. Ten seconds to advertise. Business you ripped them out for. <laughs> ten seconds to advertise. Go for it. Oh, ten seconds to advertise. Take it away. If you're travelling in the Bay of Islands, kids travel free to Otahe Bay with Explore. You got to book directly. It's the best place to visit in winter. I, I actually, I went and checked out that um, little island. It's quite nice. Could yeah, you? it's definitely good. Well, you must have travelled for free because you've got a little boy's body, Ben. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, we've got one of our workmates, Alice Sneddon, on the phone. Alice, we work with her uh, over at Tally. She's uh, the head writer on the show. Uh, good to have you on, Alice. Hey, thank you so much for having me. What an absolute pleasure. <laughs> now, um, and uh, we know it's not a pleasure because you're like, how long is this going to take? <laughs> <laughs> you literally you, just said that before. You're trying we to fob us off for an hour's time? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, this is huge. Uh, to all the listeners out there, thank you so much. And please follow me at Alice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's always got to be something in it for Alice, is there? Okay, anyway, so this morning you were telling a story about your birth, Alice, and we'll hand it over to you now. Yeah, uh, okay. So basically the story is I was born at um, at home. I was a home birth, a uh, homie, as we know it in the community. <laughs> homie. Uh, odd, can I just say odd location to give birth, isn't it? At home. So, But it's just the clean-up afterwards. It's like... You know, the, all, the afterbir- all the after, all the afterwards can get caught up in your Dyson. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I Not your Dyson, mate. Dyson would... with a hose, to be honest. <laughs> oh yeah, do you hose it off with the garden hose? Anyway, okay, so you, you hose it off. You open the doors. If you've got an open plan house, you just kind of hose it out onto the deck. Okay, so your mum's onto the deck. <laughs> your mum's giving birth to you. Uh, whereabouts She's in the house? Full, in the living room. Right. Fully nude okay. on all fours. And the reason I know this is because there are just, like, so many photos to prove it. Taken by a guy I can only assume was worried that my mum would later be accused of not having had me vaginally because they are very explicit. (laughs) Okay, it's an explicit in amongst the family photographs. Can I can I say the poor person at Kodak that would have had to develop those films back, <laughs> back in the day? They haven't recovered. They they left the industry never to this return. Is nothing against you. It's just a, like nothing against your mum or anything. I don't mean that in a bad. I just mean that actually, the, you know, this is quite graphic photos, obviously. <laughs> Extremely graphic photos, but I reckon they had a great day doing. Yeah, they do, yeah. School reunion, graduation. Oh, God, oh, Jesus. Anyway. I don't know what you can say on the radio, but, like, how bored would you get of someone's family trips to Paris? You'd be far more excited to see my trip out my mum's house. <laughs> you can cut that. You can edit that out. Oh, no, no, we can't, because here we are. But anyway. you've been pushed out on the lounge. I've been pushed out. And I knew about these photos, and I, and I was like, I don't want to see them ever. And then one day I was like, okay, it's time. Um, you guys probably won't understand. You're a couple of smug hospy births. But um, <laughs> smug. Came the time. So I sat down on the couch with mum. We opened the book. I saw them at first, and it was, like, painful. It was like looking into the sun. If you look at them directly, it burns your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, 
flip the page and there's a wide shot of the room and it was literally just filled with people. <laughs> like a spectator like, sport. Like mum is in the middle of the room and there's just like maybe 40 people and that is not an exaggeration. Wow. <laughs> she, it was a two for one on Ticket Tech. Half those people thought they were going over for a barbecue. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> they were, were traumatised when it was beers in a booth. Yeah. yeah, mum knew them all. And then there's just one guy in the corner of the room in a bathrobe with a cup of tea, legitimately. And I was like, I didn't recognise him, so I said to him, him and who's that guy? And she goes, you know, I honestly couldn't tell you. Well, it was just some random stranger in a robe at your birth. Yeah, 100%. 100% a stranger. She had no idea who the guy was. Yeah, he was there. And I'm honestly, I'm looking for him, so if anyone knows who this guy is... <laughs> Just a random man in a robe having a cup of tea? does pass away, I'd love him to be at the funeral. So, yeah, even if he it's was... Really important that he's there for all the big occasions. Oh, Alice, such a good story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and the, yeah. and the nation. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm sure my mum's really proud. Okay, you're free to go now, Alice. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much. See you, mate. Okay, oh, wait, under the edge. Have you had a more messed up birth? Were you born in a more crazy situation than Alice? Yeah. Um, Were you born on a pool table in a bar? Yeah, I'll add 100 of the edges, the phone number, Tristan Thompson, uh, Kai Kardashian. They can call if they want to. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Have, were you born in a more interesting situation? Uh, 0800 The Edge is the telephone number. Danielle, you were born where? Um, it wasn't actually me. It was my son. He was born on the deck outside of my auntie's house. So how did that happen? Um, I've been in labour for like 33 hours and my midwife said to me, oh no, you're not in birthing labour yet, it's going to be another day, don't worry, like it's going to be a while away and I literally turned around and my baby basically fell out and my mum was luckily there and caught him. Oh, well, your mum caught him between, oh my god, <laughs> on your dick. On my auntie's deck, so like my auntie was there, my stepdad was there, my uncle was there. Oh, jeez, you're having to get the water blaster out after that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some wet and forget. <laughs> Clean the yeah. deck. Oh, jeez. Oh, I just stained it. Oh. I just stained it on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, wow. so everything was fine, though? You went off to hospital, it was all good? No, like we, I just sat there um, on the deck naked for a while, like holding my baby, doing the, you know, skin to skin until my husband and my midwife arrived and then we hung out at the house for another four hours, just... Jesus. <laughs> and, your, and your son Declan's doing okay now? <laughs> people, yeah, people have actually nicknamed him that, but yeah, he's good as, he's two years old now. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Someone's, thank you very much for your call, Danielle. Someone's texting 3343. I was born on the bonnet of a truck. Uh, my dad is a, um, my dad's a uh, truck driver, and then he was taking my mum in the truck, and she felt it coming on. Really? Put her on the bonnet. There we go. That's, there go. that's New Zealand day. That is New Zealand. <laughs> uh, Producer Dan's coming. Where were I, you born, mate? I, it wasn't me, but a friend of a friend so was like on you. holiday. It wasn't me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, they gave birth, but they didn't know they were pregnant. Don't no, lie. I, I never believed on no. my life. I never believed. No, I don't ever believe those stories. I swear on my life. They just went to the toilet and oh, the next minute. Don't lie. I swear on my life. Like, oh, you've been a while in the toilet. Yeah, funny story. <laughs> funny Check story. this out. We need to buy another plane ticket. <laughs> I swear. 
You can ring them. Really? Okay. Tomorrow. No, I'll ring them now. (laughs) I don't have the number now, do I? Yeah, but now you're just going to tee someone up to play the role of a person who didn't know they were pregnant. No. No, tomorrow. We'll have them on the show tomorrow and we'll talk about it. We'll talk to them. How did she not know? So, uh, number and details tomorrow. Did that make the news? No, because it happens all the time. Don't lie, Dad. Why do you think I'm lying? Because you come in here because we only had one caller yeah. and you thought I'll pad this breakout with my own story. <laughs> Why would I do that? It's already, you know, I'm not doing No. Okay. okay. All right. I want you to get this person on the show tomorrow. Tomorrow. On the show, the person that thought that didn't know that. What's had their name? Kylie. <laughs> okay. Long pause before Kylie, but anyway. Yeah. Kylie. It's right. Kylie. Where's Kylie from? What city? She's from Hamilton. Oh, yeah. The now b- it's believable. Don't even bother getting around. I believe it. John O, Ben, and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, we used to do another radio show before coming here. It was on The Rock, and yeah. uh, we used to have a listener. Very loyal listener. His name was Phil. So loyal that we ended up him seeing his wedding, Ben. We, we thought we were mates. We thought we were boys, mm. you know? Then we came to The Edge, and uh, we haven't heard from Phil. No. Phil's disappeared. I caught up with him at a Warriors game, uh, and, you know, Phil's like, hey, I tried. Wasn't for me. So we spoke to Phil yesterday. Okay, Phil, so uh, we're going to try and spend the week flipping you over to an edge listener. Oh, man, he's got to aim my voice, bro, because I gave it a go leave, bro, and it's funny. Oh, there we go. I'll just pull him down there. I'll just pull him down there. and uh, listening, It's hard listening. Oh, there we go. Pull him down again. Yesterday we tried to play his favourite song. That wasn't enough to bring him over. And we've got Phil back on the phone now. Phil. Overnight, a change of heart, or more importantly, a change of radio station? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there was a little bit of me that went from Instant Nescafe to Instant Makena or CNC Boys. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but, <laughs> but I'll laugh politely. <laughs> uh, so, Phil, we were trying to think of other things we could do to make you a listener of this radio show, and we thought... Well, you're a big fan of the Warriors. I caught up with you at the Warriors game the other weekend. We went along and I discovered you've got a tattoo as well. Yeah, bro. And I've even met your wife, Ben. You know, Romanda Fire punching above your waist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we haven't put Amanda in the equation. Uh, And he's not just punching personally, professionally. He's punching with me as well. (laughs) He's punching well above his weight. When the kids come and ask for photos and when they go, what John are you? Are you John and Ben? And you have to explain to them, you go, oh, John is the guy with the forehead that doesn't stop because it's all the way back. <laughs> hey, this is quickly turning into a roast of us. And that's not the point. It's not good enough. I want him listening to our show, actually. Uh, so you have got a Warriors tattoo, right? Yeah, All right, so he's, he's like, you know, there's been years where he's wanted to get it lasered off. There's been other years where he's wanted to get it re-tattooed. <laughs> it's <laughs> a roller coaster ride with the Warriors. I'm a big fan. Phil's a big fan. But, Phil, we, uh, we've got someone on the phone right now. Uh, who, who would you say would be your favourite Warriors player of all time? Of all time, but uh, at the moment, we have to be sure Johnson is <laughs> okay. the man. Okay, then your next favourite Warriors player of all time. Oh, uh, it would have to be Stacey J. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, your next one on the list, who would that be? Oh, it's a tough soft day between the beast and, uh, yeah, it'd have to be like Madalena or someone, <laughs> amen. Okay. okay. We're going right. to get through a whole so, squad, I think. Okay, so let's say your, your top 100 <laughs> favourite Warriors players. Uh, slash turn boxer, slash turn Sky Sport presenter. Slash may rhyme with Schmonty Schmeethan. Is that old Monty, old Monty Beaton? <laughs> We've got Monty Beaton. Oh, how are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, brother. I'm good, bro. Oh, how are you, Monty? 
are very good, man. I'm glad that they said top 100 all the time because I think we would have been here all day, all night till you got down <laughs> to me, man. <laughs> so, Monty, Monty, uh, your top 100 Warriors players <laughs> has a very, has got a very special treat for you, okay? Well, as you know, man, there's um, one of your favourite players in the Kiwis, maybe Benji Marshall. So, if you think about how good the Warriors are going, how good the Tigers are going, if you come across, if you come across to the good side, I can get you two tickets to Mount Smart on the 5th of May to see the Tigers versus the Warriors, baby. Will you listen to the edge, Phil, if we give you those? Oh, <laughs> man, I'm going to have to turn the one down there. Oh, oh, no! He's turning the tickets hey. down. Bro, I'm, I'm a season member, bro, so I'm already oh, stuck oh, for the oh, 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 I, just, I had this music ready to go and everything. <laughs> Change it all. I wouldn't like that song, mate. Don't play that one. Uh, hey, George, but, uh, the offer was much appreciated, Monty Ray. You know, <laughs> that was uh, me and offer, Ray. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a radio fan for life, my very straight up, Ray. Hey, Phil, can you just can you say I'm inside the top 100 of your favourites? Uh, yeah. Just give me, give me that. Yeah, I'll give you the top 200. <laughs> uh, thank you, man. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Monty. Thanks, Monty. Okay. See you, boys. Uh, there you go, right, Phil. We tried to get Sean Johnson, but for sponsorship reasons, he can't do interviews <laughs> on our radio station, Phil. Man, I was gonna, I'm going to name my friend Spawn after that, dude. It's going to be Sean Hyphenator Johnson. So when you call his name, you have to say Sean Johnson, the whole name. <laughs> Even if it's a girl. <laughs> It'll be Shaniqua Johnson. <laughs> All right, Phil, uh, day two, you're still not a fan. We'll regroup overnight. We'll come back with a new idea. We'll talk, talk to you tomorrow, okay? Yeah, bro. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. It's time to open up the People's Court. Do, 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 do. That's when the music comes in, John. There you go. Uh, it's not an actual court. Well, thanks, Ben, for pointing that out. <laughs> Just in case you were confused that you were inside a real courtroom People right are listening now. right now like, am I going to have to do actual, like, a week from work for jury duty or anything like that? No. Hey, don't you worry. Have to. You're doing it right now. This is court, the court of entertainment. But, no, you do get in touch uh, uh, overnight. You do get in touch via the Facebook page. Join a bit and share on Facebook page. Any issues that you feel that you could bring from your relationships onto the radio and let your fellow uh, listener pals judge you. Yeah. If you have a thick skin, then uh, you can hop on the people's court. Lauren, the plaintiff joins us. Good to have you on, Loz. Hello. You got in touch with going? us. You got in touch with us. Congratulations. A recent engagement to Richard, who is also the defendant. Yes. Uh, Richard. Hi. Hi, guys. Oh, Richard's there. They're both there together. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay. And, and all's not well. All's not well. Yeah, it's not good. Okay. So you're in your mid-20s. You've dated for four years. You're engaged. You take it from here. Um, basically, um, Richard loves him so much, but uh, he's got a lot of tattoos. Let me just point that out for a start. Um, he proposed a couple well, a couple of weeks ago and happily accepted. Love him, love him. Um, but my idea is to get our wedding ring um, tattooed on. I want uh, tattooed on my finger, I want it on his finger, and he's not keen. I just don't want that. Richard, have some water in the court, mate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk to Lauren, we'll plaintiff first, then we'll get, okay. to, get to the defence. You have your chance. Okay, so... So, so Richard's got a lot of tattoos, but he's not keen on this. No, he's got tattoos everywhere. Like, there's barely a piece of bare skin on him, and I just I just don't, don't understand what's so hard to get, like, your commitment tattooed on your finger. I really don't understand that, and I don't have a lot of tattoos, and it means a lot to me. Well, see, I'm thinking he's not that committed, but who am I to judge? <laughs> Let's chuck yeah, well, him. Not wrong there, Jono. 
Let's ju- let's jack him on the phone, Loz. Richard. Hey, how you going? Jeez, you're running a gauntlet here, Richard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, times are tough. Look, don't get me wrong. I, I love it with all my heart, and that's why I propose. But it's just something about getting a tattoo there when you just never know. Oh, he's got a, it's insurance. Insurance. <laughs> more of it. You know, you just, I love you, and I don't think it would ever go another way. But, but you, know, you just never know. And you're right. You just never know. And so then if you have... But you, but you know, don't enter it. Yeah, I know you'd never know. But you, you don't enter it with that going on. I know, but that's why you have a wedding ring. So if it does, if you never know happens, then you take your wedding uh, ring off. I, I, and you can sell it and you get your money back. I see what you're saying, Richard. No, I do, no but I'm I on Richard's side. No, here. I, no Thank you. okay, Richard. Sorry, buddy. I'm not. I'm. I'm especially because you've like I wouldn't force anyone to get a tattoo. That's their choice. But you've got a lot of tattoos, so you've set a pretty. Bad precedent as far as this argument goes, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. But anyway, it's not up to me. It's not up to you, Johnny. I know. It's up to you listening. 0800 The Edge. Is it okay for your partner to ask you to get a wedding ring tattoo? It's your body. You can do what you want. Yeah. But it's... uh, He still wants to marry you. He's still engaged. Still will buy her a wedding ring. Yeah. Still go through the process. Still get married. But just won't tattoo the wedding ring on. What do you think, New <laughs> yeah, Zealand? Because you just never know. <laughs> oh, wait, under the edge. Three, three, four, three on the text. Uh, we'll get to those scores next. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. How's it, boat? What do you think? Me and my wife have got the, the, the ring tattooed and, and, and all of that, bro. And, and, you know, it was the same. I was thinking, you know, maybe we shouldn't get it done. Just You always think in the back of your mind that, that it's going to be over and that. Like, you never know. Like she told me, bro, even if we did break up, at least you're married to the one person you truly love, yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It's a win-win at the end of the day. So if he's saying he doesn't want to do it because it's still going to be there, well, you're married to the best person you love, which is yourself, bro. Oh, good on you, Devane. Thank you very much. There you go. He's saying go ahead and do it. Uh, Rachel, Rachel, you want to weigh into this one? Is it okay to ask your, uh, your fiancé to tattoo a wedding ring on? I want to say that um, he should do it. For, 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 for what reason? Um, well, the reason being is that, I mean, I commend him for actually saying on live, yeah, good luck to him afterwards, that he, he thinks it might not last. But he probably is wants to have children one day, and why should a woman have to be a stretch marks having his kid if he can't wear a um, a tattoo is a wedding ring just because she's asked. Well, there you go, Rachel. Hey, well, he didn't say it wasn't going to last. He said, just said, you never know. <laughs> yeah. And you do never Which know. It's not life. a confident <laughs> way of going into it, though, is it, Rachel? No, you never know. No, it's not. It's yeah. like, well, why bother getting married? Thank you, Rachel. Appreciate that. Karen's with us on the phone. What do you reckon? Is it okay to ask your fiance to tattoo a wedding ring on? No. Um, I wish, uh, well, I didn't, luckily, but um, I'd say no because my marriage ended up with my husband having an affair, so no. No, 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 that's what you're going to say. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. And um, And that's why he doesn't want to do it. He's saying because you never know. You never know. No, you never know. I'm sorry to hear about your husband. That's all right. All good. All right. He's gone. Okay. <laughs> he's got like he's dead. Like I killed him. <laughs> You'll never see him again. <laughs> no. Because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> if you get your hands on a weapon, you never know. Thank you, Karen. You have a lovely day. All right. Bye. Cheers for listening. Sasha's with us on 0800 The Edge. Uh, is it okay to ask your fiance to tattoo a wedding ring on? What do you reckon, Sash? Yes. Yes? Is this from personal experience? Yeah, he's got his tattooed on. Oh, you've got your fiance's got his wedding ring tattooed on. Tattooed on. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. Did, was this a request from you or was this his own decision? It was his own decision. All right. Can you hand him over? Yeah. <laughs> but I won't because I'm in charge. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Adrian? Yeah, that's me. Okay, cough, cough once if it was your own decision. <laughs> oh, you're in a lot of trouble now. Hey, love you, buddy. You have a great day. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks, Sasha. Appreciate you guys listening to the show. Well, there you go. 50-50 on the text machine, too. 3343. Yeah. It's 50-50. There are great reasons for both sides of the argument. So there you go. So what, what what's the conclusion to this call? The conclusion is that uh, Richard does not have to tattoo the ring. No, it's his body. He can do what he wants, right? That's right. That's yeah. the conclusion. Yeah, okay. And I think the conclusion is that we may not be seeing a wedding too soon. <laughs> you never know. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. It's the most dangerous radio game anywhere in the world. It's live DMs. What you do is you call us 0800 The Edge. Normally there's a middle person that answers your call. Normally producer Dan will go, what? what's your name? What do you want to talk about? No such thing will happen here in this segment. It makes me very nervous. It makes the station nervous. It makes upper management nervous. It makes everyone nervous at the MediaWorks Corporation. It's called live DMs. Okay. Whatever you want to say, we'll go to the airwaves. We, want to, we will send an apology to a disclaimer. You know, there might be some stuff said on here that yeah, you, well, let's you don't want to Pick up your on. game, New Zealand. You're better than this. Hey, a bit low, little bit low, yeah, a bit low, low red. Let's have no low red stuff tonight, all right? Although the low red, some of the low <laughs> no, red stuff. So it's a fine free. line, you know? It's a fine line. Sometimes people just push it too far. There's always one. Uh, and remember that everyone who does call uh, anytime on this radio show goes in the draw to win return flights for two to Hanoi, Vietnam, thanks to Air Asia. That will be drawn on Friday. Okay. You're right, you found go. your snazzy little music here. Live DMs, you're live. Hey, hey guys. Um, I want to say thanks, Jonah, for the mental health and all that. Oh, oh thank you. That's nice. Oh, thank because, you. Because uh, of me, I'm still struggling with my... Uh, with my uh, depression and all that because um, I spoke to you guys last year about how I nearly killed myself and stuff and I just want to say thank you for um, helping out with that because I saw you on uh, Seven Days last, on um, Family Food last night. Well, actually, oh. yeah, we were um, uh, lucky enough to win some money for Lifeline, who are a fantastic organisation. So, yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Thank, yeah. you, thank you, guys, for that. I appreciate it. Eh? It helps, makes me feel good in life that you guys are helping out. Oh, good on you. Well, listen, we are doing a, a minuscule yeah. part. There's yeah. people out there doing far better things, like the Mike King. But you started the conversation, um, uh, Jono, which was for a whole other oh, area. And as you say, uh, Mike King is doing amazing yeah. things. So people, just people out there in the mental health sector working very hard. Yeah. So I appreciate the it call, up. mate. And I, and I want to do a touch tournament into the year for mental health as well. Oh, good on you. Hey, well, I hope everything's all right. You keep thinking positive thoughts, buddy. Call us anytime, buddy. I, I, I just watch your show. It makes it all better. No, oh, good on you. Thank you. <laughs> that's, your, that's the opposite effect we have on most people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> good on you. Thanks, guys. Hey, that's have a good day. That's true. That was a lovely call. Oh, there we go. Okay, live DMs. Hi. What do you want to say? Make it raw. Make it lowbrow. <laughs> it's hard to follow that one out. That was such a nice call. What do you want to say? Yeah, I was going to say that's like a real hard call to follow, but um, I just wanted to do a plug. Um, my partner and I run a Taekwondo club in Marston on Mondays and Wednesdays from 6 to 7 at the St. Matt's Gym. If anyone wants to come and learn some self-defense, they should come and join. Have you killed a man? You killed a man, you could kill a man? <laughs> she probably I could. haven't killed a man, I have not. <laughs> okay, but maybe this week at the St. Matt's Gym. <laughs> <laughs> You're live, it's live DMs, what do you want to say? I just wanted to say it's something to get off my chest that um and I, I don't know if you'd remember or not, but I actually hooked up with Ben. 
Okay. Here we what? go. Wow. Here we go. Continue on. Okay. So I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say when it was, just because I don't want, I don't want any timelines to be muddled up. And trouble, but I, I just wanted to say thanks. Is this my mistress calling now? Yeah. Hey, yeah. not, not, hey, not while I'm on the show. You know, okay. like we'll text. All right, later. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> I got. I don't know if that was legit or not. That was uh, stitch up. <laughs> I know because I spend every minute with Ben, and he only has eyes for me. Oh gosh, oh, it's very needy. Inchello, you live it's live dms it's the ball get from tv here it's the... hello it's the ball get from tv here oh, someone's got some audio of me you. saying the ball get from tv anything else hey, stuff. anything else you want to say i was breastfed until i was 14 yeah <laughs> that's you <laughs> drinking you hey i'll take one more live dms here we go what do you want to say oh just say you're the awesome Okay, I feel like this is going to be followed up with a <laughs> yeah. torrent of abuse. Oh, no, I'm not going to abuse you. Oh, good. Well, thank you. you I feel like going one more. Oh, you see, always go one more. This is this is on you, Pryor. Okay. This is on you. You always say, oh, just one more, just one more. You're live. What do you want to say? Live DMs. Um, I want writers and singers to stop putting sirens in their songs. <laughs> I'm getting a bloody heart attack every time I hear it. <laughs> Alright, I'll pass that message on to all writers and singers. Thank you, Charlene. Yeah, thank you for live DMs. We made it through safely. Wow, well done, New Zealand. Oh. Hold your heads up high. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.